Uh, ladies and gentlemen, how are you doing? It's me, Manny C, and the one and only TIE Fighter. Ty, how the hell are you? Hey, man. Doing pretty good. It's been, uh, it's been a good, for, busy... Bro, I miss months, you, man. Yeah. I miss this. I know. <laughs> yeah. I think, I mean, it sucks that I had to slip away. I think it was probably the right call because I've been, like, super mega busy with work and with streams and with writing and, all, like... I needed to do it, but yeah, at the same time, it's like, man, like I hear you guys having fun every week and I miss that. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is like, it's, uh, it's a lot. I, I think, I think, um, trying to do everything is like the epitome of burning the candle at both ends. Right. I mean, it's like, I was burning it at like all four ends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because, because I mean, like keeping up with the blog is a lot, it's a lot, a lot. You know, yeah. and the stream and the podcast, you know, it's a lot. Yeah, you I, know, find, but, I find that like in order to like really keep up with the blog, I kind of have to do it in like spurts of two yeah, or three yeah, weeks yeah. at a time. But even even then, at the, at the end of that three or four weeks, it's like, oh, man, like I've been writing a lot in the last three or four weeks. <laughs> and then I have to then I have to take a breather for a while. But thankfully, that's like the same ebb and flow of the content that i consume so whenever i whenever i'm playing something that i really like it's easy to write about it and then there's kind of a break in between so i kind of slow yeah, down yeah, and yeah. so yeah that 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 kind of up and down is 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 actually pretty useful to my sanity so that's good yeah absolutely absolutely um so so wait so can can we get can we get an update on uh because the last the podcasters heard right you were you were still in the midst of like fixing your house and whatnot i i know it's all done oh, yeah. right yeah so how's everything with that man we finished it last week really <laughs> yeah it's just getting all the getting the contractor scheduled and getting things timed right just was such a nightmare and then there was this big whole slowdown because of uh an issue with a sink in our bathroom and how it wasn't like when they when they brought in the countertops, they didn't place the the hole for the sink correctly. And so I spent like a month fighting with them over if they were going to redo the countertop in the in the bathroom. And they just they basically put their foot down. They're like, well, I mean, if you don't want it, you can tear it down and pay us to put it back in. But we're not going to give you another one. <laughs> oh, uh, no. And I was like, all right, sick. So, um, yeah, because and then the problem was we couldn't put the backsplash in until they fixed the countertop. And so, you know, that was on hold. And then. Okay, so now the countertop's in. Okay, now we got to schedule the the backsplash. Okay, cool. So you got to go in there and you got to pick all the stuff out. And then they got to order extra because the one that we, you know, the one that my wife chose, they didn't have enough to, to do as much as we wanted. So we had to wait for it because it was on back order. And okay, now it's all here. Now you can schedule with the contractor. Oh, the contractor's out for a week because he's doing a job out of town. And it was just, it is a phenomenal amount of one thing after another. Um, and so, yeah, finally we got, uh, we got a couple guys to come in and, uh we we got it done and they did it over the course of a couple of days and it looks beautiful man i'm I'm super pumped about it word well i'm i'm like i'm shocked that uh that it was just last week uh <laughs> me too but i mean <laughs> it's like yeah yeah me too <laughs> well, i mean you know if, you, if you'd have told me because so we we broke ground on memorial weekend right so it's uh the, the last weekend of may and my like mind's eye had this picture of how it was going to go and I totally thought we were going to be, we were going to be working really hard and we're going to be cruising and everything's going to be good. And okay, so we're going to do this and then this and then this and then this. We should be done by the beginning of August. Like no problem. Like even with some insurance time, like beginning, maybe second week of August, really at the latest. And so, 
you know, by the time we're in like mid July and we're still like, we still haven't even touched the kitchen and we're, we're walking around in our, in our slippers all the time because, uh, our, our, our subfloor was still exposed because the new carpet hadn't come. And I was like, Oh, well maybe August isn't going to work out. <laughs> and so here we are, here we are at the end of November. And I just, we just finally, you know, signed the last check. So yeah, it was a much bigger bite than we expected, but, uh, thankfully we don't have to worry about it anymore. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it must be a relief that it's all, that it's all done and whatnot. Well, I mean, it, man, I didn't expect it to be so stressful. Like it, it, there were, there were points where like I would walk into my kitchen and have like a physical reaction to being in my <laughs> kitchen. Cause I was so stressed about like oh, running no. into something or something getting bumped or, uh, uh, something not being where it was supposed to be or like, okay, the contractor's coming tomorrow, but like, Oh, what, what if he sees something that like ruins it and makes it so he can't do it. And I mean, so it's like, I'd go into my kitchen to eat a bowl of cereal and I'd start sweating. And oh, I was just wow. Like, this sucks. Like, I hate this. <laughs> so now thankfully I can, I can walk into my kitchen, you know, with confidence and everything's good. And, uh, yeah, like it's all great. It all came out very close to how I wanted it to. And, and, and so I can't ask for much more than that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's good, man. That's good. That, you know, it's kind of funny. I, I always think of, uh, you know, the, the, whenever there's any type of, of home improvement, it always is longer, at least my experience. You know, I always think, oh, it's like, I, whenever I do, I think just like you, like, oh, it's going to go smooth. You know, we're, we're, this is, this is the, the worst case scenario and it's always much worse. <laughs> Right. I mean, well, I, I mean, I had always, done but... like I had done home improvement projects before, like with my dad or with my brother. But like, this is the very first time where I was like, "This is my project, and it's my yeah. like job to make sure it gets done from start to finish." And so I really had like no concept of you know air quotes like how things work. Right. And so I mean, if you were to ask me like now, like okay, so if you're so the next job we want to do right is we want to we want to overhaul our our master bathroom. And so now it's like, okay, I have a much more clear idea of how that's all going to work. And so I can have a, I can have a much more realistic, uh, concept of, of what that's going to look like from start to finish. Now, granted, we're not going to do that for a long time. We're absolutely taking a break from renovations, Uh, not just because of our sanity, (laughs) but because of, you know, expensive dude. Yeah. It's expensive, man. It's crazy expensive. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to let it lie for, for a good while and, and, then we'll find something else to spend money on. So it's all good. Word, word. All righty. Well, congratulations on the new kitchen. Um, hey, thanks, man. Yeah, no, no problem. <laughs> um, so let's. Uh, I mean, let's dive in. So we are. We're. Get, this is a, the pre-recording for. Uh, I, well, I'm thinking for New Year's. You know, this is this is yeah, the right week around there before Thanksgiving, and we're we're gonna be taking some some time off, and we're having nice little casual conversations with uh, different guys from the hardcore casuals and uh and yeah we're going so we're, we're thinking new years now so with with Hello, new years in mind it. yeah we did it 2020 man like i'm i mean the, you know everybody says at the end of the year you're like man that was it was a year right <laughs> it was a long one but yeah uh, but i would say I it's a long one but like it was i you I'm going to keep harping on this, but like we just started this renovation product it, project. It feels like not very long ago, but that was in May. So here we are like six months later and it was half the year. So like, yeah, this I year can't flew believe it. by. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, uh, well, so let's, so, let, so let's think like as far as 
the wrap up of the year. So let's go in with a couple generic questions. <laughs> okay. Um, alrighty. What is your game of the year? The video game of the year. So this one, I'm I'm a little torn right now for a couple of reasons. Uh, number one, I had a couple of games that I really liked. Uh, and number two, I'm about to start playing a game that I'm 99% sure could be in that top spot. Oh, uh, which, well, what's that? What's the new one? What so are, I'm what about, about to start, start playing Star Wars. And it, it like from what I know about it, it checks all the boxes, right? So it's, it's a soul style game and I have played all those. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I've loved them and I've played them for many, many years. And I've always enjoyed that, that sense of exploration and that, that Metroidvania style that they're going for. Uh, and that's huge. And then obviously there's a Star Wars component to it. And everyone that I've talked to says that they've really hit the mark from a story perspective and from a production's perspective and cinematic. Per- like it's like it sounds like it's going to be great. And I, I can't gush about it because I haven't touched it yet. I told myself right. I'd wait until after Thanksgiving. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm fairly certain that one could be up there. So um, keep in mind when I'm when I'm talking about my game of the year, I have not yet touched this game and it very well could be. And so maybe we can check in right around when this posts and we can talk about how it came Oh, yeah, out. yeah, yeah. But, we can get, we can get, we can get a little update. <laughs> uh, for me, the, the, the game that I have played the most this year is definitely Destiny 2. And I know I always talked about that on podcasts. That's just, that's kind of a hobby game for me. Like I'll yeah. probably never not be playing that game uh, until they stop supporting it. Um, but uh, I, I don't consider that my game of the years because it didn't really come out this year. Like, yeah, they had the big expansion a few months ago, but um, I, I wasn't like, uh, uh, you know, fist pumping up in the air for how awesome this expansion was. Like, it was really good and I'm very happy with it. But I think there were other games that came out this year that were also very excellent. Uh, so I'm kind of torn between two games. Honestly, I'd probably say two games for my game of the year. Uh, number one was uh, I really enjoyed my experience with Gears 5. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I, man, I loved the campaign. It was just so beautiful and it was in 4K and everything ran super smooth and it was a cool story and you got to see some really awesome places and, and uh, you know, the developers did such an amazing job of creating a really cool new look for Gears 5, right? This is the first time we ever got to go into an open world-esque style of, of experience for this game. And even though it was kind of like, it was like an open world, but it wasn't really an open world. It was just like two kind of open areas that you could explore around and find some stuff. But like, that's okay. It's a, it's a linear game. And normally it's just been a very linear cover shooter for a very long time. But yeah. now they've integrated some new stuff. And I feel like they really they really hit it with just giving you just enough to where it, it stayed interesting and I wanted to go explore, but not to the point where I was like, well, I mean, yeah, these guys should really stick to linear stuff because I was getting kind of bored, right? So it, was, it, it towed that line, but I, I think it, it definitely fell towards good. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, I was able to play with some buds and, and the multiplayer worked pretty well for me. Um, the, the, the PVP in it was really cool. I, I've never been a, a Gears PVP player and I know there's an entire scene around Gears PVP. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I tried that out for a couple nights and it was really stellar. I really enjoyed it and it felt good and um, it felt fair. And it, uh, I really enjoyed uh, kind of the progression that you experience. And uh, not only that, they had uh, the entire set of new modes, right? So there was the, the main new mode was called escape. Uh, and escape is the one where you kind of uh, 
start in the center of the enemy base and then you have to uh, you know, escape. You have to get out of their base, but you're also being chased by a poisonous gas. So you have to like fight through enemies, but you also have to keep running and ammo is mega scarce. And so there's, you have to be really tactical about what you do and, and press when you can, but also move slowly when you need to. And it was, it was a really well thought out game mode. And I really liked that. So overall it was just, yeah, it, it, it really hit a lot of good points for me. And I was pretty surprised since uh, I haven't been a gears fanboy in the past. I, I played a little bit of number one. I never played two and three. I played four at the beginning of this year and it was, it was fine uh, enough to get me excited about five. And, and when I did five, it was just like, Oh man, this like, this is it, man. This is exactly what gears has been trying to be for a long time. And yeah, they nailed it. Yeah, so, I agree. That was very good. Uh, number two, uh, this one is also very recent, so it may be a little bit of recency bias, but I still really enjoyed it is, uh, the recent outer worlds, uh, game from, uh, obsidian. Uh, so obviously a big, uh, kind of open RPG. It was, it was kind of like, I shouldn't call it a big open RPG. It was kind of like Skyrim mini, like light, right. because it had a, a very select number of open areas, uh, that you could explore. And each of them kind of had their own little stories packed within them. And then there was a little bit of bouncing around from planet to planet. And they did a really great job of developing these gorgeous areas that you could explore. And, you know, obviously tons and tons of people to talk to and all of them had their own side stories and tons of quests that you could just pick up by talking to random people. And it was, uh, man, it was really cool. And there were multiple, multiple spots throughout the story where I'm like, okay, cool. Like if I go this direction, the story is going to go one way. And if I go the other way, it is going to go a completely different direction. And I felt like my decisions played a very big role in, in my experience with the story and playing through a second and third and even fourth time may potentially have very serious repercussions for how this comes out. Uh, and so that was really cool. And so I, you know, I got the ending that I wanted and I feel pretty good about it. Um, I probably could have gotten a better ending. I almost always play these games as like, you know, good paragon, right? right? I know I have a hard um, time. I, I like, it's, it's weird. I have this moral conundrum. Like I <laughs> want to see what the bad person looks like, but I don't want the people in the game to hate me and feel bad. I know even though they uh, don't exist. Yeah. So I have to look at those endings on YouTube and let other people be the, the <laughs> Uh, I know there is, uh, and at this point when people hear this, it won't be a spoiler anymore, but there is an ending that you can get if you are like, if you're really stupid in the game, like if your intelligence is really low, there becomes a uh, a dialogue option later in the game, not at the end, but later in the game where you can choose to personally drive a spaceship across the solar system. And the computer warns you. They're like, dude, if you do this, like it could be mega dangerous. And you're like, no, no, I'm going to drive myself. <laughs> and if you, if you do it, it lets you do it. And then it says, you drove the spaceship into the sun and everyone died. And that's the end of the game. And it's not supposed <laughs> to be the end of the story. There's supposed to be a significant chunk of story after that. But the game's over because you died. And everyone that you were trying to save died because you're an idiot. And so like they will let you do that if you decide that's how you want to play. And I think that's just fantastic. Um, yeah, interestingly, that is now the official strategy for speedrunners of the game because that is considered an end to the game, even though it cuts off like a solid fifteen to twenty percent of the end. So uh, I thought that was pretty funny. That is that's but, actually uh, kind of yeah. Funny. Overall, I, I love the characters. Um, you know, we expect games like this, games that look like Fallout games and Skyrim games, to be like mega buggy, and this one absolutely was not. I only had one real big like 
bug. And that was when it was actually kind of a bummer. It was like one bug, but it was a big one when I was supposed to do a quest for a companion, but then the quest disappeared. And so the companion was basically like useless. Like I couldn't talk to them because she was, she was too drunk, but you had to like go get her this medicine and there's supposed to be a quest. I looked it up. There's supposed to be a quest to go get the medicine, but it was gone. And so every time I tried to talk to her, she was still drunk. And then I tried waiting for like days and days and days and she's still drunk. And then I tried like stealing what it is that I needed from her, from her back pocket, but she's in the middle of this like really crowded bar. And so there's no like jail that you go to. If you get caught stealing, like the guards just attack you and, and, and they get mad. Uh, and so I basically, I was in this town surrounded by people that like I'd been working for many hours to like build up rapport with. And within, you know, two and a half minutes, I had killed the entire town because everyone was trying to <laughs> fight me for stealing this piece of paper from her back pocket. And I'm like, I mean, I guess you all have to die because I'm not trying to die right now. Right. And so I was kind of bummed. Right. So that the, the town is now useless. She is gone. I have what I need, but like, I mean, everyone was dead. I felt really bad about it. But anyway, overall, it was like, that was a really great experience. I really hope that people get a chance to jump in. Um, it's, it's likely still on Game Pass. And if you don't have Game Pass, go get it because it's a dollar. It's, uh, I know, I know, like we had a couple comments, be like, man, you guys are always talking about it, but it, it's the gift that keeps on giving, man. Like every, every month yeah. there's some new things going on. It's, uh, every time we talk about it, it gets better. It, I, um, it's, it really is good. At this point, it's essential. It's a se- If you're an Xbox player, it is essential. You know, I think anyway. I agree. You know. I agree. Um, and it's weird talking about these games being my like game of the year, considering this was like truly the year of the looter shooter. Uh, you know, and that's my genre. Yeah. I mean, this year we got we got an entire year of Destiny Two content. We got Anthem. We got the Division Two. We got Borderlands Three, and uh, none of those really hit like my game of the year. And it, there were there were winners and losers in that bracket, and we can talk about that more in a little bit. But like, yeah, I was just I was really happy that I was so pleasantly surprised with games that are outside of like my normal wheelhouse. So that, yeah, that and that that is that is uh awesome, you know, because you're right. As far as looter shooters go, there were plenty. There were definitely plenty. You know, I I would think uh, you know, Borderlands Three was definitely a a big one on on that. You know. <clears throat> so let's 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 go into this this other one because I think it kind of ties in uh okay. with what you were just saying. What is your disappointment of the year as far as gaming goes and whatnot? Uh Anthem Endgame is 100% my disappointment of the year. And I think I think this is on a lot of people's lists uh cuz you know they had done so much talking about how this was going to be such a living world and there was going to be so much to do and this and that but then as we got closer and closer to launch it was you know there was that very clear lack of clarity and i know that's a weird statement but it was a very clear lack of clarity when it comes to like cool like you guys keep talking about this great campaign and all these like cool abilities that you have what happens when you get to the end and you know as we got closer it became clear like Endgame and Anthem means cool. Here's three strongholds that you can do, and here's multiple difficulties that you can do them on. And oh, there's some free, there's some like free roam events too. And it like, oh, 
like I loved playing Anthem when I was playing it and when I was going through the campaign for the first time, it was stellar. And it's still wonderful to fly around and be a javelin in the world of Anthem. But man, you run out of stuff to do so, so quickly. And if if the only goal and only reason to get more powerful loot is just so you can put one extra tick on your on your difficulty level and so you can do it some more and find more of the same stuff then then that is not something that that drives me forward like at right. all and so yeah there was never any like specific loot tied to specific activities or continuing like events or uh, uh you know there was no level of uniqueness to basically anything to it and uh, i i ended up writing a lot of words about anthem over the course of those two or three months so if anyone wants to go to the blog hardcorecasuals.com slash blog check it out you'd have to search for it though because it was many months ago but i mean yeah the anthem promised to be you know the everyone always likes to throw that around that that thing around right is this going to be the destiny killer yeah and and it was it was yeah we were all wondering like how interesting is this going to be and it just totally went down the toilet it was it was it it was a big disappointment for a lot of people because like the hype machine built up towards it before the game came out was crazy and and it really seemed like from what i was you know from, i'm from the outside looking in and whatnot to the mm-hmm. looter shooter world uh it seemed as if it, it had some a lot of really interesting story you know and then when it so, act, actually landed it's it seemed ev- everything about it seemed less than uh expected what what what, what, what were your thoughts i mean so the campaign itself, like the story of the world, has so much potential to be really cool. So they have they they've built a a lore that allows for them to create almost anything. So the anthem of creation, uh, which in this world is kind of like the force, presents itself in so many different ways throughout the game, but they didn't really take advantage of it. So they had these machines that like messed with the anthem of creation and then caused like certain monsters to appear and they kind of got better towards uh, uh the end of the summer when they released the cataclysm event the cataclysm event was was actually a pretty solid success uh it was just four months later than it should have been and uh, a timed event instead of a, a permanent mode which is a bummer but they they basically have the abilities to do whatever they want with this anthem of creation i don't think they used it quite as well as they could have uh another thing that anthem suffered from is we never really got to know who the villain was uh, so the monitor is the bad guy in Anthem, and he's kind of this this faceless, large bad guy. Uh, and we know nothing about him except he walks around and he's mean and he killed a couple of people. And you, as you know, when it comes to movies, like the best movies are are when the the villain is a fully fleshed out, developed, and understandable, yeah. and and even sometimes like. A sympathetic character like when, when you feel for them it makes it so much more interesting as a as the hero and when we know nothing about the character we care nothing when he goes away right and so like yeah that was a fun and interesting story that we got to do but the monitor was just a completely like he was a faceless enemy and and, and remains faceless now so that was kind of a bummer but overall yeah uh, i'm bummed um the division two was good um i, I i'm kind of there were there were some design choices in the division that I wasn't super pumped about when it came to like the end game and when I say the aim like the mega, like the really really end game and for those who don't like to grind games and stuff like that you probably won't ever get to the point where you have to worry about this so I still recommend the division 
for everyone who asks. And even Anthem. Anthem, right now for Black Friday, Anthem is available at GameStop for $5. And if you are listening to this podcast uh, and there's still like a New Year's sale going on and you see Anthem for under $10, it's a fine under $10 experience. It's actually a great under $10 experience. And EA, at least at the, at the time of recording, there's even rumors that they want to release like Anthem New Point right? Because they want to they yeah. want to make this this franchise work. Uh, we don't really know what that looks like, but if you can get the game for you know five dollars right now before they start doing all these overhauls, and you can enjoy the campaign and get the feeling of flying around, like I I say, yeah, absolutely, go for it. I but, was uh, yeah. I I just pulled up uh, the article for the the anthem next or anthem 2.0 uh <clears throat> i'm not really i mean really nobody nobody knows a lot of details just the only thing that we know for sure is that bioware seems to be working on something else for anthem now if it's going to be a new game and they charge for it i think i think i don't i think they're gonna have a really really tough sell i I think it has yeah i wouldn't expect that to be the case i mean if if anything else you know maybe they ask for like a 15 dollar, 20 dollar expansion and the 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 truth of it is like if they come out and be like look we like totally hit the reset button on this and you know and they show me what i want to see i'd probably pay it because i mean yeah, Anthem was a disappointment, and I just—I know I just spent a long time talking about all the things they could have done better. Like the thirty hours that I put into the campaign were stellar. I, I loved playing that game. It just got to the point where I didn't love it, and so if they can give me more of that game that I really enjoyed, then I'll pay them for it because they're working their tails off right now. And if 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 I can support that, I will. Yeah, I think I think uh, it. It looks gorgeous, right? I think it has all sure. the potential in the world to to continue to be more, right? Give more story and everything else. If 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 they can expand on it, yeah, why not? You know, especially if you if you can pick up the game now for like freaking under ten dollars, why the hell not? You know. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a huge stigma around the game right now. Like, oh, it's trash. It's not worth anything. Blah blah blah. Like, no, like. Well, for one, Anthem was the top, one of the top-selling games of the year. So uh, a lot of people yeah. overlooked that fact. That it did really, really well. And you know, the argument can be made that that's all based on marketing hype and stuff and so, you know, on promises not kept. Uh, but still, like, it's, it's still like a lot of people felt enough to, to buy into it. And you know, even, even a month later, it was still selling copies. And uh, if you, like I said, if you can get it now before they end up releasing what will be a new version later, cool. And I still recommend enjoying the leveling experience because the campaign of it is really cool and flying is great and being a, an interceptor and, and dodge, duck, dip, dive and dodging around the battlefield is great and being the walking tank uh, that is the Colossus is outstanding and being the floating wizard that 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 they have. And, and there's just there's a lot of great to enjoy in that game. And that's I think that's why it's the disappointment, right? Because there we I loved it so much. The the part that was good was so good. Yeah. It's just the part that was bad was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's that's the when you when you when you see what it could be, right? The potential, uh, the squandered potential, it it seems to be more you know, you know, painful. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me go, uh, let me answer some of these. My game of the year, going back to, to that one, is Outer Wilds, I think. Outer uh, Wilds. Yeah. Love, 
love, love that game. I love that game, man. It was so freaking good. <laughs> uh, so that's the one that like resets every 22 minutes or something. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The 22 minute one. Now you you gave that a go. You said that you 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 never you never really got into it, right? I think I played two like sets of 22 minutes. I think I gave it or maybe three resets or something like that. I just didn't like it didn't click with me. And I was like, I wanted it to. I wanted it to really bad because a lot of people that I've spoken to talk about it like you talk about it. But it's just like, I, I never quite got it. And I think it's yeah. because, actually, I don't really know why. Maybe it's the space flight that I just, I just didn't really like. That gravity-based space flight is really, it's really challenging. And so it probably just <laughs> takes time to practice to get at. It does. Yeah. Here I am flying all around, like getting sucked into stars and dying. Right. And like, <laughs> I just want to get yeah. over to the asteroid. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I think I think the yeah, thing tell me is about it. That tell me about what you liked about it. I liked that it was just so open and everything was kind of dangerous, you know. And they didn't, <clears throat> excuse me, they didn't uh, hold your hand with anything, and they just let you go. Right now, that's a double-edged sword, you know, because I loved the fact that it, I, I really genuinely felt like I was exploring you know mm -hmm. and 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 since things were were very dangerous you know uh it felt dangerous so when i was exploring things for for the first time i was i was hesitant and i you know you could feel that little that tension and, and it was <clears throat> it was an indie game with with a relatively smaller team uh but they still managed to make a really beautiful little micro cosmo universe you know mm -hmm. and it was it was really pretty to to look at you know and uh it, it was just it was just it was just fun for me to just quietly walk around and explore and uh, uh, you know that they gave you uh, they succeeded in giving you that feeling of that you were actually discovering things you know uh yeah. in a really organic way <clears throat> so I, I don't know. I just I just liked I just liked that. It was it was beautiful. It was uh and also like near the end it started really getting pretty damn deep, man. <laughs> you know, like Did it? Yeah, it was pretty deep. Like like the the overall story uh it was pretty heady. Like the writers were were very nerd like nerdy, like super nerds, you know. Nice. They started getting into like like uh physics and and uh like string theory type type stuff like you know oh, what i'm saying wow. like like it was really heady stuff that they were that they were actually referencing and i i was i was definitely appreciate appreciative of, of uh of all that and uh, i know that uh one of the big things that has drawn me in about that game specifically is the soundtrack Mm. Uh, I actually actually listen beautiful. to the soundtrack still at work. Like I don't play the game, but I listen to the soundtrack at work because I enjoy it so much. It's really really great for like you know relaxing, getting stuff yeah. done, oh, yeah. know, focusing in. It's really really good, and uh, it's on Spotify. So if you ever want to like check it out, it's all on there. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a, a point that I completely missed because it's so much about the sound, about the the mm -hmm. music. It's so big in that game. But your character <clears throat> and, doesn't have any spoken dialogue, does he? It's all text. No, yeah, all text all text which uh again i i i i i normally 
I don't know. I think they can a game can go too far in the uh, giving information via text, but like conversational dialogue, I have no problem with. Like there was a, a game, <clears throat> Quantum Break. Uh, yeah, yeah. So so much of the of of the story of the game was actually in hidden documents. Um, and it was it was just too much. It was like a lot of a lot of the like core story elements shouldn't be hidden. You know, some of them can be for Easter eggs. That's cool, but it, it, you know, you 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 really should be in a game playing through most of the big story points. You know, uh, but that's that was that's an older game, and it's an older. Well, example. I mean, that was that's always been one of the biggest uh, complaints about the Dark Souls games. Is that so much of your understanding of the greater world is hidden in like random item descriptions, and it, and, it, yeah. <laughs> and it was not like it was not like oh all the items from this area tell one story and all the items from another area t-. nope no you like you would find a ring in one part of the game and then like twenty hours later you'd find a shield and like oh well hey maybe <laughs> these fit together and then okay great you found this like oh this is a cute little doll and it's like oh wait well this cute little doll allows you to enter the world of a painting in like a different part of the entire like world that you're exploring and then once you go into the painting then you have to talk to this person and then you fight this boss and okay now you know the story of the painted world of Ariamis and it's just like this is i mean and that's okay. I mean, that's a small example of of how dark souls does it yeah think, i mean i'm 100% think- with you on that I think that that is a little bit different, right? Because if you're going to do the super obscure puzzles like that, then mm-hmm. having it like crazy obscure like that isn't necessarily bad if if the community picks up on it, right? And I think the Dark Souls community picked up on on that, and 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 uh, we can go into let's say Destiny when Destiny has like the big events, the community locks okay. down, and and it becomes a community puzzle, and it has this is it's a different type of gaming experience where where you're just like looking at the farm, seeing what other people you know they they discovered you know tidbit tidbit X, and somebody else discovered tidbit why you know and mm-hmm. i think that that you know just that sense of discovery as a community when it's crazy obscure is also satisfying but uh, it's a fine line it's a fine line i don't know some and some games do it some games don't outer wilds i feel did it very well you know so what about um, your biggest disappointment biggest disappointment <clears throat> um I think like I was really looking for I, I was really looking forward to um breakpoint right and I I ended up like not not even really picking it up you know so wildlands I had a lot of fun with <clears throat> and it was primarily because of, of of the ghost mode right which is the permadeath mode and I I mm-hmm. wanted something like like that a little like like tactical right sure like very difficult uh with some of the new features but i feel like 
from everything that I see in in the game, they made some curious decisions that I just don't I just don't un understand. A, the world is uh, is not as lively as as uh, as uh, Wildlands was. But but that's not even my biggest gripe. My biggest gripe is is the confusion of why they they moved in the direction of more looter shooter type mechanics where it doesn't seem to to fit, right? Cuz in the Tom Clancy world and I've talked about this, you know, a couple times. Tom Clancy world, it's 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 more quote unquote realistic, right? Where it doesn't matter what gun you have, a headshot's a headshot. That's one ki one bullet, one kill, you sure. know? And uh what's the point of of having all these different guns and different levels of guns when a headshot's a headshot you know what i'm saying you can have a level 1 sniper it doesn't matter like it's still it's still yep. like I, it doesn't matter if it's a level you know legendary level gold you know it's it's just frivolous so they added these extra little mechanics on there just to add layers of of grind you know, and then and then they 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 give you like different um, ways for you to uh, uh, time savers, right? To me, when I see the time saver, that's a huge freaking red flag, man. <laughs> you know, because yep. how so? How much if if you are monetizing a time saver, how much of these quote unquote game mechanics are there just to make it grindy to the point yep. where you where you're frustrated and. And feel a need to to pay to to just speed up the unnecessary crap. I mean, I, when that game hit, um, one of the posts from that subreddit hit like the main page of Reddit very quickly, uh, and it was a breakdown of everything in the game that you can buy uh, with real money, and it was yeah. it was every possible piece of that game. You is every possible monetized. piece of the game. Yeah. I was blown away. Considering that that they're you know the the studio has grown such a strong rapport with its audience over the course of the lifespan of Wildland, I know, and then to come out and just totally part of don't my friends, understand to just totally shit the bed with with how they're treating their audience with this. Yeah. That, it felt I don't really understand it. Out of touch, uh, especially I, I, with I, how good Ubisoft as a whole has been over they, the past I, three or four they, years. I agree. I, I agree. Like they they have actually been like a shining example of of how to do fair microtransactions you know mm -hmm. uh like like they were they were one that really pioneered as far as as far as i can tell you can correct me if i'm wrong but but uh they had like the shared content from from the beginning that you can that you can fairly earn uh, you earn your way towards you know through through playing the game, but the content well, wasn't I mean, necessarily Siege fully is a real pioneer on. of that, right? Siege yeah, Siege, yeah, one we, of the uh, one of the older games as a service when it comes to games within this model, uh, and and that's been kind of the basis for and how that's a lot what of these saved Siege. Like, Absolutely, it is. So, for them to take that, and then the, and I was totally fine with them taking that model because. At the time, I was very worried with the whole games as a service type type model, but then I saw that and I was like, "Well, you know what? I I don't mind this. This seems fair, you know." And mm -hmm. and then I you see other games beginning to to develop or move in that direction. You see other games uh beginning to 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 give a huge thing 
is the new maps. Because at that time, like before Siege, uh, made it commonplace where everybody gets the the free map, right? Uh, uh-huh. the, the the extra maps was 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 pay, like pay to play, you know, and they were paywalls every single time. That was yeah, I mean, the commonplace. That goes at back the time. to Call of Duty. Yeah. So so having that, like, okay, we're gonna get this new content. If you pay pay it or not, you know, uh, you're gonna get this this extra map no matter what. Same time as everybody else. That's awesome. Then extra characters. All right, fine. You get it a week later, but that's cool. You get to see how they play. You get to see how they change the game, and you get to see if you want to spend your little renown points, your little in-game currency. And it's if you play the game, it's it's fair. You know, it's a little pricey. <laughs> it's a little pricey if if you're if you're a casual player, but if you're really playing mm-hmm. the game, it's totally fair. Uh, to uh, you know, as far as like the cost of of hours played to to get the new new characters and whatnot. So. I mean, I, I don't know. It's like they forgot all of those lessons, threw them out the window, and just like quadruple down on on all of the worst tendencies of microtransactions, you know. And then they they're yeah. wanting to put. And I'm gonna go into a rant. I gotta push back. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's like to move back to to go into like the looter shooter esque. Like, yeah, it's good to have looter shooters, but not you don't have to make all of your games like shadows of the same game like that's the wrong thing <laughs> you know so yeah, like, and i think oh, you like, oh, touched this on this in good. the very beginning and that was kind of like the the main point is that like you're putting you're putting loot and rarity into a game where even the toppest tier gun should put down enemies at the same speed as the lowest tier gun yeah it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense uh i'm sorry i totally went on a tangent that's it's like okay. that's my biggest disappointment <laughs> that's all right <laughs> No nah, man. So I mean, that's 2019 in four games. Yeah, actually, yeah. That, 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 uh, I was uh, so uh, we just got the the nominees for the game awards here a few days ago, and I'm sure you guys will go over those pretty soon. But um, it, looking at the game awards, I'm reminded about kind of my overarching theme of of this year. And you look at you look at the the contenders for game of the year. And I remember, like, I was looking at those. I'm like, man, there's no clear winner here, but it's not because all of these are so, so awesome that I can't choose. It's that none of these are like, man, I can't wait to recommend this to everyone I possibly know. Whereas last year, the top, like, the the, the games of the year were uh, Marvel Spider-Man, God of War, Red Dead Redemption 2, Celeste, and and maybe one more. And I know Celeste is in a very different category than those other, but like the big three there, right? Spider-Man, God of War, Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh Like any three of those are like really defining games for for the time, right? Big, like anyone who has played them would say, yeah, yeah, people should probably play this game if they want to know what gaming is like in 2018. But I just like this year has not been an outstanding year for gaming as a whole, I don't feel. Like we got a lot of exciting things coming up in 2020, and you know, that's new well, consoles. that's the thing. Yeah, we're we're in that. Yeah, this is absolutely, a, a kind of a gap year. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. <laughs> uh, we're talking about games of the year, and it comes down to you know the Outer Worlds, and it, and we talk about uh, 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 the Outer Wilds, and, and like these are interesting choices, and they that you can make an argument for them being like, yeah, these are really great games of the year, but 
man, I feel like I feel like this was a step backwards from last year overall. And I, I'm very interested to see what next year looks like kind of in response to this. I, I think it's going to be a, a big deal. Uh, like, I mean, the big guns are, are, are about are about to be brought out. You know, it's going to be an interesting sure. it's going to be an interesting time. And there's always that it's like a year and a half uh lull for gaming right where where everybody knows everybody knows the new stuff is coming but nobody's dropping real hard dates you know nobody yep. wants to show their cards and then sure. and then the first one shows their hand and then the next one is, has to has to up and then and then the hype machine goes crazy and then we trigger the console wars and then <laughs> and then the cycle starts again you know but uh but there you so go so anyway Happy New Year to everyone, man. I hope that you guys had your favorite game of the year. Maybe it was maybe it was Call of Duty. Who knows? I'm playing through the Call of Duty campaign right now. It's pretty good. But, uh, I hear a lot of people really enjoying the newest Call I, of Duty. I think I'm about halfway through the campaign. It's not super long. I'm 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 at the the Highway of Death. If people have played through it, they know what the Highway of Death is. That's the mission I'm about to start here. I might even start it right when we're done talking, but uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's a Call of Duty campaign. Uh, there are absolutely some things that make it unique. Um, there's one mission kind of close to the beginning where it's like you and five other soldiers are like quietly invading a home. And so it's like very soft, one step at a time, night yeah. vision goggles, clearing room by room, silenced uh, weapons. And, you know, you, there are people that you are encountering and some of them are terrorists, but some of them are not. And so you have to be, you have to have a lot of trigger discipline. And it's a, it's, it's a very not Call of Duty mission that I think really adds weight to it. Uh, so they, they did, they did really well with those. Uh, and I'm hearing that some of the ethical choices towards the end get pretty serious. So looking forward to those as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I heard, I heard good, good things. And, and then like is, they said, uh, that it was like a throwback to 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 some of the like modern they they said modern warfare too right it's like it's like a throwback to to that level of the sure well, I mean price is there yeah so well I mean we'll we'll, if you remember we'll, we'll see let price. me know said again yeah, well um well let me let me ask one question because we are we are right around the uh, the ending time for our little holiday sure. special what are like moving into the next year, right? For 2020 as as a gamer, as a streamer, content creator, right? <clears throat> what are what are your goals? Have you have you given thought to that for for the, for the uh, 2020? So, I got I got super lucky about a month ago, maybe two months ago ish, uh where an editor for a very large magazine, not magazine, online publication did kind of a random reach out that says, I need people who uh, have experience writing and know a thing or two about Destiny 2. I'm like, uh, hell yeah. Oh, and yeah, so really? I, I, I sent him a direct message and uh, actually got uh, onboarded and got to write a piece for PC Gamer. Uh, and that got posted into the world. And so I got to, for, for that small short moment, I got to be a freelance gaming writer, like for real. Uh, and my my goal for 2020 would be to do that at least a few more times to try and buff that resume. And yeah, man, thankfully, that's awesome. I mean, I would, and, and this is exactly what we had talked about when we created the blog. Like that's how that was my resume. I'm like, hey man, I know how to write. Here's ten links for for things that I've written before. Let me know if there's any of these that you yeah. like the style of or want me to try and replicate. And he came back with like, you know, these are good. I like pieces, you know, 
B, C, and D. And, you know, we're trying to look for this particular style of stuff. And I'm like, cool, let's do it. And uh, I mean, yeah, the, the website is a resume. Um, that is, le- that's, that why, is that's why I've always told people, if you are interested in just yeah. creating and using the hardcore casuals as a place where you can create your own portfolio, please reach out to me. Please reach out to Manny. We want to, we want to host that content on our website because I mean, we're really not in it to become IGN. We're never going to be that. And that's fine. But this can be a hub for people to post what they want to create uh, in, in whatever kind of theme that they want. So uh, an editor or a, a scout or whoever can look back onto our work and say, oh, hey, that's what it looks like on the internet. This person knows how to write and they've published it in a certain way and it looks good mm-hmm, and it looks mm-hmm. professional. And you know, Manny has done an outstanding job of making it look like a real website. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, like... I want to. I want it to be a, a bigger part of other people's lives, and I'd like to to leverage that into more meaningful work for myself too. So, hopefully, that works out. Word. That's that's definitely one of my goals as well, and it's, that warms my heart that you were able to because that is that is like literally something we talked about. We're like that yeah. is exactly what we wanted. Yeah, I remember <laughs> we were talking in like June yeah. of 2018, and I'm like, I mean, yeah, we just we should probably just I just want to get stuff on there, right? I want to have a, a portfolio, and then it's exactly what it was, right? Created a couple of the Bitly links, and I put sent him over in an email. And he's like, tight, here we go. Now we know. Word. That, awesome, man. That's that's so exciting. I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks so much, man. It was fun. Yeah, man, absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Tie Fighter, um, the the longer longer time uh, listeners, you remember, you and love the one and only Tie. Uh, yeah. Where can we find you, Tie? Uh, Tie Fighter TV, pretty much everywhere. Um, yeah, so I'm on Mixer streaming uh, a few nights a week. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Tie Fighter TV, pretty much everywhere. Let's come say hello. I play a lot of Destiny and other games of the genre. Except for next month when I'll probably play a lot of (laughs) Star Wars. Yeah, let me know. Let me. Well, well, before this this airs, probably gonna ask, and maybe we can get a little snippet. There you go. We'll we'll use it as a follow. (laughs) Um. Alrighty. Thank you so much, Ty. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to uh, to reach out, check out the blog, thehardcorecasuals.com. Uh, you can check out the blog, uh, the the podcast notes. Also, check out Ty's uh, uh, articles on the blog, whatnot. He has he's 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 had some good like good solid pieces, especially if you like the looter shooters and uh, in particular Destiny. Give those a check. Yeah, I read a lot about this. It's kind of gross, but. <laughs> It's kind of your thing, you know. <laughs> it's my thing. It's whatever. Yeah, I like yeah, yeah. Uh, all righty, Ty. Thank you so much. And yeah, ladies man. and gentlemen, happy New Year's! Thank you so much for for spending uh, your time with us. We really appreciate it. And until next time, peace. peace.